doing good. Whether you recognize it or not. It's not about whether God's been better than good. It's our recognition of It's whether we see it or not. It's whether we have changed our perspective from a earthly perspective to a spiritual perspective. Hallelujah. We are on the 21st sermon of this series. Somebody said, man, you're never going to get out this series. Maybe not. Maybe not. But I will move on when God says move on. Finding yourself in Christ, which is the only way you find yourself. And many times, God has to take us through the crushing (laughs) in order for us to let go of what we already have in our hands so he can fill our hands with himself. Amen. Amen. Reading out of Ephesians chapter 1. And I know I'm not going to get through all the verses, but we're going to read. You can stand today. I'll come back and exegese it. Somebody said, let them stand, so I don't let you stand. I won't take long in our reading. It says, Paul, the apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you in peace from the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed, past his us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Hallelujah. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestined us to adoption as sons and daughters by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will hallelujah to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved hallelujah in him we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of all our sins according to the riches of his grace Hallelujah, Hallelujah. which he made to abound towards us in our wisdom and prudence. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The subject matter that we're dealing with this morning, and I'm going to take that second one, your Jesus journey into your blessings. 
But if you are walking in your Jesus journey by faith, then you are also walking in your victory. Not in heaven, but down here. They, they, they saying, I hear chains breaking. There ought to be some breaking of chains. There, there ought to be some movement in your life that the things that the devil used to do, he can't do to you no more. There ought to be some peace and some joy that comes from within and not without. There, there ought to be some deliverance. Oh, I'm not preaching yet. Father, even now, Father, even now, Lord, have your way. Manifest yourself. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bless your name. One of, one of the most disheartening things that as a pastor, as, 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 as a leader, that what God is showing me is the, the things that we as his children leave and don't accept. The, what he has made available most of the time goes untouched. The benefits of your salvation is much more than just waiting to go to heaven. The benefits of our salvation is that, that you should be leaving trails of victory of how you are defeating Satan where he used to have us bound in our thinking, in our attitude, in our and that we are experiencing the reality of Jesus daily. Oh, somebody don't hear me. Daily in our lives because we are experiencing a supernatural peace, a supernatural joy. By fact, you know what? You ought to be seeing miracles in your life. That you're seeing God show up and show out in situations that happen because our eyes are open and we are expecting to see Jesus. That's the difference between religion and relationship. That's the... I got this journey with Jesus from someone that, that if I was to describe to you what they are going through, it defies description. But because of what they are going through, they can't afford to have religion. They got to have relationship. In their situation, they are experiencing the grace of God and, 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 and they are seeing that in, in a situation, humanly speaking, is unbearable, but God's grace, his grace is found sufficient 
beyond the scripture. I want to know, does anybody in the house know what I'm talking to? Yeah. Have you ever been through so much hell that your hell became your blessed place because through your hell you found how real he is, how good he is, that he is sufficient all by himself. I'll be honest with you. I don't think we get there until you go through the crushing. And just because you, you're going through the crushing don't mean you learn anything. One of the things is you got to have an open heart. You got to come to the place where you run to him and say, Lord, I don't bring anything to the table. And all I got is you. But I'm learning that you by yourself is more than enough. Allow me to walk us through our text. Last week we dealt with the us, the that the peace of God is ours. But, you know, God here, Father, the word Father is, is, is Peter in the Greek, and it means parent. The, the, the parent that, that cares for their, their child. And God has not only the father aspect, he has the mother aspect. Where, where, where there's a connection between you and I. Oh, uh, 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 uh. I was watching his mother, and I was watching how they long, there's a longing, a craving to see their baby. Every mother in here know what I'm talking about. That, that you, you may go to work, but you come, you, you are, you are, you are, you can't wait. May be tired, may be spit, but there's something about when you pick up your child and start kissing on that baby. The, the word is delight. Let me speak to 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 us. Until you learn to delight in God, you don't experience what you can experience in God. And for many of us, we are looking every place else but to him. We, we want somebody else to make us feel that way. We want somebody else to give us value and worth. We, we go to our jobs, we go how much money you got, what clothes you wear, you know what? Solomon says, vanity, meaningless. He said, the best thing that you got is your relationship with God. And sometimes God has to take all that out of your hands till your hands is empty, that you have no other choice but to run to him. See, I'm not talking to everybody. I'm talking to somebody, though. 
Because until you experience it, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Because you can't understand what I'm talking about when your hands is full of you. But as his children, he's trying to get us to see him, to know him, to experience him. None of us are grown in God's sight. We're babies, we're toddlers, totally dependent on him, whether we know it or not. What Satan did to Adam and Eve is the same thing he's doing to us. He's making us think we can do it on our own. Yes, sir. I'm not talking about, not, I'm not talking about Christians that save, but self-willed. Save, but self-determined. Save, but strong enough. Save, but we're sufficient in ourselves. Save, but wise in our own wisdom. Save, but I can handle it. Save, but I, I'm okay. Save, and don't know you're in need. Save, and don't recognize you need him. Save. My, my brother and my sister, he's trying to get us to our blessed place in him where every day is a journey with Jesus. And he gets, the scripture says, taste, that means experience, experience, and see. That means understand. That means knowing that the Lord by himself is good. Better than good. All the time good. In the midst of good. Let me, let me walk through this. Let me walk through this. He said, blessed be the God of our fathers. And, and this blessed is different than the blessed when he says, when it says us being blessed. This blessed in the Greek is, is almost eulogy. And what it means is, it says, to thank or invoke a benediction upon to, 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 he is worthy of the praise. Let me explain. The, the more we experience the blessings and grace of God, the more you're going to praise him. Can, can I say this? We only praise God to the level we see him. We can't give him more than what we see. That's why some people never really lift him up. Some people will not verbally thank him. Some people will not shout praise to him. That they're more worried about what you think than what God thinks. 
but I dare you. <laughs> I, I dare you to let God show out and show up. I, I dare you to get in a situation that only God can get you out. I dare you to get to the place where, where you have gone everywhere and then, and, then, and then when you are at your lowest point going down for the third time and God shows up. And when, when God brings you through a situation like that, you don't care what nobody else thinks. Hallelujah. Can, can I say something? It's personal. Your praise ought to be personal. You, you ought to be able to talk about your experience with God and get happy all by yourself. If you really recognize Revelation chapter, Revelation chapter 12 says, and, and they overcame the devil by the blood and their testimony. Their testimony is talking about what Jesus has done for them along the journey. Their testimony is that the Lord has done so much that there's no doubt in knowing who he is. Once you allow God to show him yourself, can't nobody make you doubt. They can talk about evolution all they want to. They can talk about all that. And, and, uh, and let me throw something at you. Well, they testing, uh, and the testing said, the testing is screwed up. Because their theory is screwed up. If you start with the thinking that, it's, that the earth is a million years old, then the testing is going to end up the way you want it because the testing is wrong. Volcano happens and, and the volcano is 40 years old and they test the volcano rock because that's what they test. And though it's only 40 years, it comes out millions of years old. And science, because they, they, many scientists have an agenda for there not to be God because if there's a God, they are accountable to him. It's funny how our agenda changed our opinion of God. It's funny how, how, how we'll make God in our own image. Instead of surrendering, he says, he says, bless it. What is Paul doing? He's praising God. He's lifting God up. He, he's saying eulogy to God. Though he's not dead, it's a eulogy. <laughs> when, when the last time you just praised him just because? <laughs> when the last time you lifted him just because? When the last time you sang a love song to him just because? When the last time you got excited about the way he loved you just because? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I think every day we ought to be opening our mouth to 
to words of praise. It says, it says, it says, it says, he goes on to say, blessed be God the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has, listen, blessed us. It's a different bless here. This bless means that God has spoken a benediction over you. He has proclaimed good things over you. That, that he has already spoken it, but if he spoke it, it will be. Oh, y'all didn't get that. Y'all didn't get that. Uh, hold on, hold on. Genesis 1, 1, he said, let there be, and there was. So now listen what he's saying. He says, for those of you that are mine, I have already spoken your blessing. It's already on the path of your journey. Your victory, I don't have to speak it when you get there. I spoke it in the beginning. So all you have to do is follow my path for you and your blessing will catch up with you. He said, before the foundation of the earth, I have already spoken your blessing over you. In fact, I already got in your account everything you're going to need on your journey. God is not coming up with things as we live. God has already fixed it. He has already given it. He has already sat down and said, let it be. And then he already set it in time for us. Somebody said, well, why is this what it? Maybe it's because you don't believe. Hebrew chapter 4 says, the children of Israel, the first group of folk, did not enter into his rest, which is the promised land and all the blessing, because what was told them was not mixed with faith. Did you know that the only thing God requires of you and I for us to trust him? Trust him more than what you feel. Trust him more than what we think. Trust him more than what we've gone through. When God brings us to heaven, the only thing that's going to stand before him is the things we trusted him at his word. Nothing else. Why? Because it's relationship. And God is saying, after all I've done, after the way I proved myself, Tracy, and you couldn't trust me with the small things when saving you was the big thing. And since I stepped in and saved you from yourself, you didn't think I was going to walk you through everything the devil throws at you? You didn't think that I wasn't going to take care of you, though there might be people against you? You didn't think that I was big enough to fix whatever went wrong? You don't think? 
See, when God starts talking to you like that, you just, your head just go down. <laughs> but when God starts asking you questions, you just don't answer, you just get quiet. <laughs> because you recognize how much he loves us and how little we trust him. You know, I, 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 I've come to the conclusion we have nothing to brag about. Let me explain. We all come to the table with nothing. And the table's already full with your name on it. Because that's the type of father we have. That's how good he is. That's how loving he is. Oh, I, ain't, I ain't gonna get nowhere today. It's okay. It's, y'all just got to put up with me, okay? So, so, so he says this, this bless that he blessed us. Says, he, has, he has blessed us with every blessing. Watch this. Benefits and bounty in the heavenly places and have chosen us and chosen me. I picked you out. You didn't pick me, I picked you. I said, and I picked you before the foundation of the world, which means that you had nothing to do with it. Amen. Anybody want to shout now? He said, I, I saw everything about you. I chose you because I love you. In spite of you, I loved you. He said, I knew when I was going to catch you. I set things up that you would see me. As a matter of fact, I orchestrated everything about your life that at the right time, you will come to the place that you recognize you need to be saved. That's grace, y'all. That's, that's love, y'all. That's, that's love. You know, no, no, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is it. We really don't see him until what we see invokes praise. Amen. <laughs> and, and, and if we really begin to see him, you get to can't help it. <laughs> has nothing to do with your personality, has nothing to do with I'm quiet. I mean, I mean there, there's something about God that, that when you begin to really get a sense of who he is, you, you, you may be shy, but you raise your hand. <laughs> you, you may be shy, but tears start coming down your cheek. There, there's something that about him because he is out of this world. And there's a spiritual connection in your spirit, and your spirit has nothing to do with your emotions, has nothing to do with your intellect. It's just that your spirit cries out. You, you want me to prove it? Let me prove it by scripture. Here Mary is six months pregnant. She hears that, well, she just got pregnant. Elizabeth, her cousin, is six months pregnant. Now, Jophesis says that, that Elizabeth's baby, they think he's dead in her womb. Because in six months, he hasn't moved. Mary comes into the door. And John the Baptist, the six-month baby in his mother's womb, 
leap for joy. And Elizabeth, his mother, start, start prophesying and thanking God. Listen, as a infant, not even an infant yet, jumps in the presence of the Lord and life comes back to them. How much more? He says, he says, he says, he says, he says, I, I present you, what's this, that you should be, and this holy is not us being holy. Without blame is not us. The before in the Greek means that in his sight, in his presence, that Jesus, and it says, in him, before God, in love, that's agape, but in love is in Christ, because in Ephesians chapter 1, in Christ is used over 11 times. What he's saying is, is that the only thing that qualifies us the only thing that makes us blameless and, and without fault, the only thing that we bring to the table is that you are in Christ. Uh, listen, 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 listen. It, it's not what you do or don't do. It's not how you act or don't act. It is the covering that Christ has provided. Right now, just, just a thought just came to my mind, and the Lord says, show him this, Tracy. It is the father or mother eagle who has a wingspan of 10 feet. Eaglets is in the nest, and, and, and the storm is coming, and that mother or father will spread themselves, duck their head, where the eaglets are completely covered. That, that nothing can get to them because mom and dad is so large that they completely cover them. Hold on. And while they are being covered, the eaglets in the nest don't understand what is happening. But all they know is that they're listening to their mama and daddy's heart. Going pit, pat, pat, pit, pity me, pat, pat, pat. And they're thinking to themselves, look how mama, look how daddy loves me. Oh, y'all don't get the picture yet. The more you understand the grace of God, the more you understand that you're covered. And it has nothing to do with you or me. It has everything to do with him. And the more you recognize it, you put your ear to the sound of his heart. And you say, I don't know why you love me so much. But thank you. But th
unless we do what we do from that standpoint, unless we work from that standpoint, unless we live from that standpoint, then what we do, it, it, it counts for nothing. Because otherwise, we think we're adding something to God. It's funny how Satan twists it just a little bit in our thinking. And we become way off. And then there's an attitude that we think we're better than one another. Can, 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 I, can I share something with you? <laughs> that same grace that saved my crazy self. Is that same grace <laughs> that saved you? As messed up and jacked up as I was, and sometimes still is, the same grace that I needed is the same grace you needed. So, how in the world can you be better than anybody? We all stand in need. You know what God, God, you know what God would do? God will begin to strip you of you so that you begin to know how much you need him. And it begins to change your attitude. I think God does this. I think he, they still smell like them. <laughs> we walk in church, he said, because who he want to smell is himself. Satan has done a good job of deceiving us. Religion is so full in the church that we have religious Jesus out of it. We can do church without him. And a lot of us wouldn't miss him because all we know is church. Churchality. But when we come in here, it ought to be all about him. Not how cute we are, not how good we look. I mean, I mean, church, before the pandemic, a lot of church became a fashion show. We dress with, they're gonna see me today. Ooh. Really? Wait a minute. Wait till. 
him. Wait till. No one can help you but him. Wait till you get to the place that you don't care what nobody else thinks. Wait till life has done a job on you. And if God don't help you, you're going to lose your mind. Wait till you come to the place that you recognize you absolutely, completely, totally, utterly, 100% need a touch from the Lord. I don't know about you, but I'm learning that I need him. And if y'all didn't show up, I would still take my text and preach to myself because I need him. Oh, you don't believe that? One Wednesday night, one person showed up where the preachers used to preach. And I said, you want me to preach? They said, yeah, preach. They took their seat and I preached like there was a house full. You don't know where I come from. When first God first called me, I used to go to the park, take my text, preach to the squirrels, the rabbits, the birds, and the trees. You ought to have a praise inside of you that your mouth, that's what the scripture says. It says, from your mouth, whatever comes out of your mouth, you will be filled with. Uh, I'm ending it on this. Hold on, hold on. I think it's, I don't know where it at. I don't lost where it at. I don't remember where it's at. Oh, Proverbs 18, 20 and 21. He says, speak whatever you speak in the spiritual realm is coming back to fill your stomach. Be careful what you speak. If all you talk is negative, then all you see is negative. Oh, shut your mouth. Why? Because that's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking at. But when you start asking God, I want to see you today. I want to see what you're doing in my life. I want to see you moving in my life. If you start looking up and quit looking down, listen, the devil is talking too, but I make a choice not to listen to him. So I make up my mind. I want to hear what Jesus got to say. Because I was so messed up on the other side. I said, I'm tired of that. Don't want that no more. But now, I got a heavenly father that loves me. Y'all to say he loves me. 
choose to walk in his goodness. I choose to walk in his grace. Let that tell your neighbor, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Right now I'm blessed. Don't look like I'm blessed. But I'm blessed. I'm waiting. Y'all don't hear me. I'm waiting. Is there anybody waiting? Are you waiting for something? Do you have an expectation on the table? Then tell you what you do. Speak praise. Speak thanksgiving. In Psalms 35, at the end says that, say continuously. Say it to yourself. Say it with nobody around. The Lord has pleasure. The Lord delights in prospering his children. Well, why do I have to keep saying that? Because if you don't say the positive, you're going to say the negative. And if you say the negative, you're going to get what you're saying. Power. Power. Listen, you not only speak life and death into others, you speak life and death in yourself. You ought to do a mouth check. Get a rubber band. And every time something negative, pop yourself. <laughs> Call some pain. Pop. Some of us will be pop, 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 pop. I got a different pop for you. When you speak in the word of God, and you speaking it out of your mouth, you hearing it in your ears, you're reading it in your eyes, and it's already in your spirit. But when you speak it, it's like watering that seed. Hallelujah. If you keep on setting the atmosphere, sooner, later if you keep praising him if you keep your eyes on the Lord if you keep lifting him up if you keep believing him at his word sooner or later those seeds that's in your spirit is going to start saying pop 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 Pop, pop. Let me give you an example. You put a bag of popcorn in the microwave. The secret of the microwave is that it makes radio waves that makes moisture. The molecules of moisture begin to move and cause heat in that little seed of corn. There's moisture in that seed. And though that corn 
is hard without water on the inside begins to rub, steam, begin to build up on the inside and pressure on the inside make the outside go pop when you praise him, when you speak his word, when you look to him, pressure happens to the seed of God on the inside. Pop, 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 You to trust him because he is who he says he is. He watches over his word to perform it. But he's waiting for you and I to put our trust in him. Not the world not your situation. He wants to be the source of our everything. Those that are watching, I hope you know Jesus. I hope you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior because nobody else can cover you. Nobody else can watch after you. It's him. It's him. It's Jesus who died for you and rose for you. He conquered sin and he conquered death for you. In the house, I got ministers here that will minister to you. If you want to join the church, if you, if you need prayer, if you need to join, they will minister to you. I pray that you know him. There's a